Hi, everybody, and welcome back here to Joplin in the office of uh, GNPI. And we get to continue to interview people that are on journeys with Jesus and doing some fabulous work in not just uh, the city and this nation, but around the world. And today we have a good friend, uh, Chris Casey, with us. Welcome, Chris. Hey there. And so, Chris, you know, on all these episodes of Faith Greater Than Fear, we're talking to people and saying, hey, how's your journey been? You know, and we started in March and it was more in the crisis mode. And then when we got into June, we kind of pivoted a bit and said, hey, you know, there's going to be a long term haul effect to this. And how are we dealing with it as uh, pastors as we're doing it with families, we're doing it individually. And uh, we also are now talking to people who have lived and or have served in, internationally. And that's your case. So uh, tell our audience a little bit about your family and uh, a little bit about your journey. Yeah, uh, my family and I, actually my wife and I moved overseas to uh, work in Eastern Europe about 12 years ago, 2009, uh, with a team from College Heights here in Joplin. Uh, and have been trying all kinds of different things to see disciples make disciples. Um, and we've tried just about everything over there. Uh, but most recently here in the last uh, about three years, we started um, experimenting with media. Um, and then about two years ago, we put all of our eggs in that basket. And um, it's kind of been uh, a fun journey. Um, I'm not a media guy, um, but I saw it being a very, used very effectively in different places. And we had literally tried everything to get in front of people to talk about Jesus, mm-hmm. from starting Raspberry Farms to you know, Bible translations to, I mean, you name it, we tried it. Um, showing up to, to park projects that we were just cleaning and weren't invited to, but we just wanted to, wanted to join people in different stuff. Um, but this tool that we uh, heard that was working effectively in North Africa, um, we gave it a shot. I did a little soft launch. Um, and we're overwhelmed by the, the results. And so we shifted uh, all of our eggs in that, in that basket, like I said. And that journey then took us um, to a place where we realized that we could actually do that from anywhere. And so we ended up tra- transitioning, transitioning to another country in, in Eastern Europe so, so my family could get the education and stuff that they needed or for my kids. Um, and then most recently, about a month ago, we actually transitioned back here to the U.S., um, they're still working with the team, and now we're expanding and using this media approach uh, to find spiritually seeking people um, to then get, get them connected with a disciple maker on, on the ground into uh, now three countries for next month. That's awesome. So for our audience, just kind of to dig down just a little bit, Chris, you know, here's a worker sent along with a team, and they've tried all kinds of things, and they're frustrated. And... Um, then there's technology, and I'm like you. I'm, I'm, I'm like the guy that gets into the car. I'm not the mechanic who loves to know how it's just finely tuned. I just want the engine to turn on when I switch the key. Amen. Now, media is that engine that uh, we don't really need anymore to know how it all works. We just know that with certain strategies, and we're going to unpack that in a minute, it does work. And for our audience to understand, Chris is being just a little careful because where they lived and where they work is a bit sensitive. And so... That's going to be something I want you to highlight is not only the ineffectiveness of other strategies until you came across this one, but that where you were working is very sensitive too. So technology is allowing us to do work effectively, 
to work in sensitive areas and then to do, as you said, work in places that you don't have to necessarily be to reach anyone from anywhere. Unpack that a little bit more of uh, how you see that working. I see that big smile on your face. I think you're pretty excited. Well, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think of stories and names now that I can put to, just for example, there was a, a lady in the eastern part of our country that there, there, there's no missionaries, no no believers that we know of. In our whole country, there's only 400 known believers out of about 4 million people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's pockets of the whole country that, just, that, that there's no hope, there's no light, um, and it is a dark place. Um, but we ran an ad in a major city near this village and, you know, it's not an exact art. So the ad actually was running in the villages surrounding the city. And this lady uh, responded to us and basically was saying, listen, I've been having these dreams about Jesus, about this man, this Jesus. I don't know who he is. Um, but he keeps telling me that I have a, a message, that he has a message for me that I need to share with other people. Can you help me understand who that is? Um, and so we got her connected with a disciple maker that was here on the ground. And, um, I mean, her faith was boom. She, that, that day, she said, I want, to, I want my life to be all about this. Um, and again, miles and miles away, hundreds of miles away from any known believer, um, but she had a phone uh, with Facebook on it. And so we, she, she, she responded to that. And there's other stories like that. Um, we say often, um, you know, we used to fish with a fishing pole, one at a time. You catch one fish at a time. And you know, if you've ever been fishing, sometimes you don't catch, catch anything but you're trying for one at a time. And now we're, we're using a net um, and we can, we can just broaden our search, broaden the seed that we sow. And let me stop just real quick. That doesn't mean we shouldn't fish with a pole. I still fish with a pole and, and do the one-on-ones and, and my daily life looks the same in some ways as it did before. This is simply a tool that has expanded our reach and expanded our uh, ability to see where, where's God working um, we do believe that, that he is the one that opens the hearts of men and women. We don't open the, the, the hearts. We're just looking for those open hearts. And so this tool is just such a gift, uh, such a joy after, you know, a decade of fishing the pole to grab a net uh, beside the pole. Well, Jesus understands nets, doesn't he? Uh, having friends who were fishermen. And also, Chris, you know, um, as you were talking, I, I share people in this journey right now, you know that uh, when workers and both nationals and expatriates uh, for Christ can't travel, they're locked down because of the pandemic, or uh, churches and congregations can't gather, whether local or internationally, God still has gifted us as followers with tools to do abundant seed sowing and the initial relationship building. It's called the internet and video on that internet. As you talked about doing Facebook ads uh, there with people, uh, in your case, you know, hundreds of kilometers away. Uh, the excitement then is that you're really finding the people who the Spirit of God has really been working on, and then you applying what you know about Jesus exactly the right amount at exactly the right time to exactly the right person. And tell us, uh, uh, and our audience, a little bit, you were telling me before we got onto the program about, in one case, I think it was not just, it was like a, a New Testament movement because it was just not just one individual, but there was a bit of a community, I think family or something in that case. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in, in a neighboring country, um, well, let me jump there real quick. So uh, pre-COVID, 
um, we, God just gave us this gift. We, we've been do, working on this media strategy for a year and a half before COVID hit. Um, and so uh, not experts by any mean, but, means, but we're maybe a few steps ahead just because we've had that time. Um, a country neighboring the one that we're working in, which is a cousin culture, um, they had reached out to us curious about what we were doing. They'd heard that we were getting some first fruits and they were uh, same thing. They'd been on the field for a long time and, and then very frustrated with just the low number of uh, true conversions and true people uh, making disciples that were multiplying in any way. Um, and so they'd reach out to us about two months ahead of COVID and said, Hey, what is this thing you're doing? We explained it to them ad nauseum. It's, it's quite a clunky, clunky project, but clunky uh, system until you understand it, until you get it going. And then it just runs on its own while you're asleep, which is beautiful. <laughs> um, and so they, they reached out to us. They said, Hey, listen, this is something that we want to try in our, in our country. We're going to go back and kind of clear the table a little bit so that we can give this a full, full uh, run. COVID hit. And they have got a, a sizable team. They called us about a week afterwards. They were on complete lockdown. And they said, it's Wednesday today. We want to have this up and running by Monday. Um, and we said, well, you know, it took us a year and a half. So hold on a second. And so we, we actually got a whiteboard out and we kind of wrote out what it would take and then uh, called them back and said, listen, I think we can actually do this. We'll clear some things off our table. If your whole team will commit to doing the things that we need to, you know, we get all of our content translated the Facebook page we set up and the website set up, all this stuff. Um, we think we can do it in about a week and a half. And we actually accomplished that. Um, and it was uh, pretty amazing to see that team go to work and the system that we built for our country able to be reproduced into a, a, a different one. And then within a couple of months, they'd already pretty much surpassed us in the fruit that they were seeing, one of which um, was a, a man that, that responded, one, responded to one of our ads that we then sent our disciple maker to him to, to, uh, to see who, who he was, to meet him, to see if he wanted to learn how to read the Bible. Because this is not about discipleship online. Discipleship face-to-face -face is our, our main goal. Um, so he shows up, and the man is there with some of his family. And, of course, the family's kind of, uh, you know, in on it. And the, the disciple maker that we sent was trained in Hey, this thing where you—it's not just to share with one person. You share with them and have them share with others. And it's even better, a bigger blessing if the whole family is there. And then it's even a bigger, the best blessing is for that family to share it with a different family. And so he was prepped and ready for that. So he gave, from what I understand, he gave part of the story and then said, "Hey, I'll come back next week. Why don't you have your grandma come and your wife come and your kids come?" And we'll finish this story. And so uh, he did that, leaving kind of like that, that sweet taste in the mouth. We come back next week, and he did. And the whole family then said, this, is, this, this has to be true, and this is, this is how we want to live our life. And so, again, in a place where we don't see much at all, maybe one at a time every once in a while for a whole family to come to faith in one not fell swoop, what's the word? The gospel is, is powerful enough, and um, I mean, I've read those stories in scripture, and so I, I want to believe that now I can actually say, you know, it, it did happen right right near us. Amen. Uh, so uh, that's just so encouraging, Chris, and thanks for sharing that. And again, for our audience, and this time we're going, is God surprised by the events in our world? No. 
is God feeling like he's going uphill and he's fighting against all kinds of odds? No. God is ready for this moment. And in a country where there are literally only hundreds of followers with millions of citizens, here you are just ahead of COVID training another team in days that you had learned in a year. Now we've got COVID full blown. They apply themselves. Of course, there's been multiple times, I'm sure, in efforts over the years of prayer, combining that now with this new media strategy. And lo and behold, you find that one seeker who turns around and tells uh, another leper where there is hope, where there is healing, or another beggar where there is food. And sure enough, there's more fruitfulness. That's, oh, that, that, that's good to hear. And it, it's worth it all, isn't it? You know, all the nights, all the frustration uh, to see that go. So what are you going to do now? So here you are, you're back uh, on this side. What, what I know a little bit, but tell us, what are you thinking you and your wife are going to do from here on out with the minutes we got left? Yeah, um, honestly, it, it, in some ways, it, it feels like we were, you know, digging around for a long time and then found a crack in the ground and found a golden nugget. And I know there's more underneath that. And so how do we, how do we get bigger shovels? How do we get an excavator in here to, to mine this, this thing that we found? Honestly, that God has given us, uh, like you said, he's not surprised by this. He's prepared. He has, he has lost sheep that he wants to call home. And so I think this is, this tool has um, just uh, been such a, such an encouragement to be able to break into places that we never will, never were able to, and honestly, even still can't do as much as we could face to face. And so, um, realizing that we, we'd actually moved outside of our country and we're working in targeting cities within it, realized we could actually do this virtually um, as long as we have the networks uh, built in the country to, to follow up with the, this, the, the contacts that we make and to train other locals to, to follow up. Um, and so that's going on. Uh, I can also do that if I've got an airport as soon as COVID lifts up a little bit, we can go do more training and more networking. Um, but the truth is, this is this this line of work, this part of our strategy is not something that most workers, most people like me, were trained to do. And uh, it, it is constantly evolving and constantly changing and takes a lot of uh, skill sets that, that most workers don't have. Right now, we're only on one platform. We're only on Facebook. We do have a website that we, we run everything through. But there's Instagram, there's YouTube, now there's TikTok, there's all these other WhatsApp and Bieber and all these different uh, platforms with different uh, demographics. Younger, younger people are honestly not on Facebook as much anymore. They're on Instagram and YouTube. And, and so my thought was, how do I find the people to help us add these platforms now that we have the system, now that we have the follow-up system? And so um, I am hoping to continue my job uh, working with the team, doing different, different roles, but also to recruit, uh, to send over, and also uh, to, to build a virtual team that can help us with analytics. How many workers do you know are skilled in analytics? And honestly, most people that are skilled in this work can go right out of college and get quite a bit of money, a good paycheck, uh, which makes it harder to recruit those people to go to some foreign country. But honestly, the more I talk to people uh, about the, the potential that they have to serve the kingdom with a gift that they might not have uh, you know, thought would be a kingdom gift, the lights just come on and they get super excited. They think, wait, we can, we can create videos that would be 
viewed by millions of people that would share Jesus with, with folks, like sign me up. And so um, it's been fun, honestly, in these last three weeks, just to be kind of overwhelmed with people already asking, hey, what, do you, what is this about? And, you know, starting to think about what they could, what they could do to serve the kingdom in this way. So building a virtual team to expand what, we, what we're able to do uh, over there. Well, I was listening to another webinar today and they said that what happened in the last five months in technology and pivots in different industries, they anticipated would have taken five years. So it's been a huge accelerator. And for our audience today, I really think that what you're doing and listening to what my brother Chris is sharing, that they find working in other places that have been in a kind of COVID scenario for decades, just because of the religious uh, overtones that are there. Uh, this has been something been percolating and being fine-tuned and Chris and teams are finding that. So they've already multiplied that, as you heard him say, in other countries next door. I think Chris, one day soon it's going to be in our country here in the USA. And so you're looking today into the future of what Chris is telling you to do. The business marketing world has already done this in what is called social media marketing, um, you know, with the uh, analytics that are there and available and the algorithms that Facebook and Google use to say, if you look at, you're interested in this product or in this team, all of a sudden you're going to see in your feeds, this kind of team and this kind of product showing up and they are listening and they're hearing. And so if people talk about, I wonder about the man in white or I wonder about the man with the holy book, immediately Chris and his team can, as he said, put ads, put contacts in front of them and do this fishing. Chris, thank you so much. We've uh, ran out of time already here. Um, but uh, I know that in our blog, uh, introducing you, we're gonna go ahead and put your contact, maybe information or some of the other stuff that can be there for tools. Uh, any last thing you wanna share before we say goodbye to our listeners today? I'll just thanks for the opportunity to share. Um, I'm super excited. Um, even, in the, even in the valleys, even in the, the, the 10 years where we didn't see fruit, Jesus is so faithful. Um, and God is not bound by time, right? And so he looks at that decade and, and just smiles and said, yeah, but look, look now. And even in that 10 years, he prepares us for the, for the, the journey that he's got us on. So Mike, I, I really appreciate GMPI and um, some of the content that we get most hits on are uh, the global gospel that you guys helped us translate over there. So thank you for what you do and thanks for the opportunity to share. Absolutely, Chris. And all of you at home, thank you for watching this episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. If it touched you, if it blessed you, if some way you want to go back to the content, watch it, or find some of the contact information Chris is going to uh, be sharing with uh, his permission, our use, uh, please feel free to share it on your social media platforms as well. I know Chris would appreciate prayer for their family as they adjust and as they look at new horizons. People, the technology allows us to take the good news of Jesus from anywhere to anyone, anywhere. What exciting days we're living in. And so until next time, from Chris and from myself here at GMPI, Mike Shroggy, have a great day. And until next time, when we talk about our faith, greater than fear.